You're listening to In Tune, a podcast series featuring equity research analysts from BMO Capital Markets. Our shows explore key emerging themes, trends, and issues which are important to our institutional clients globally. Hello, this is Brian Belsky, Chief Investment Strategist at BMO Capital Markets. Clearly, the human impact of what's happening in terms of COVID-19 and coronavirus has had a profound impact on our lives, but especially what we do on a daily basis and clearly in the world of investing. But from our lens, investors have a very clear choice. There's a choice between faith or fear. Unfortunately, investing, let alone the world, is at the mercy of coronavirus, COVID-19, the news flow, the headlines, and the bullet points that everybody seems to be reacting to. Fear of the unknown is the one and only culprit in our view, which is particularly troublesome to an investment world which has been fascinated by anxiety and obsessed with negativity since the 2008-2009 financial crisis. As such, we believe it is very premature to declare binary declarations such as buy, sell, recession, or green light go. In other words, bottoms rarely happen in a day, nor do recessions, let alone structural dislocations. Therefore, we urge investors to control what you can control. Stick with your process and discipline. If you liked a company X days ago, chances are their product or service has not changed. As such, we're not changing our forecast at this time. Conviction takes courage during times like these. As such, we are defaulting to what we like to call the three P's of investing. Perspective, poise, and process. And we look for inspiration from very sage people that have been in this world before us and lived an unbelievable life. One of such persons said, success is not final, failure is not fatal, it is the courage to continue that counts. That person was Winston Churchill. Another person said, be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. That person was Peter, who wrote 1 Corinthians in the New Testament. So what does this all mean in terms of perspective? Now is a time for perspective. The U.S. market has rebounded quite well following the worst performance days in history. So too has the Canadian stock market. In fact, the S&P 500 has historically posted solid returns following deep corrections. In addition, when you see shorter duration corrections in Canadian stock market, which we've endured since the bull market began in 2009, Canada snaps back just as strong as the United States. With respect to the relationship of the VIX that a lot of people talk about in terms of U.S. stocks, the S&P 500 has logged strong price returns following these types of parabolic VIX spikes that were clearly enduring when we see these 1,000-point up, 1,000-point down days in terms of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Finally, U.S. stocks can recover from significant weekly declines, which, again, we have seen in a very violent way back and forth since all of these coronavirus headlines have virtually taken us over. Now, in terms of poise, control what you can control. What does this mean? Because of the human element of COVID-19, 
we all seem to be playing a practicing doctor, whether or not you're an epidemiologist or an eMERGE doctor or your friend that's a nurse. We're all reaching out to people to get more data. Control what you can control. What does that mean? Stay in your lane. Stay in your sandbox. Equity people should not be talking about bonds. Bond people should not be talking about equities. Economists talk about the economy. Investment strategists should be talking about investments, how to make money. Let's stay in our lane. Let's stick with what we know. It also means stick with your process. Do not make binary decisions at this juncture. You're in the business for a reason. You have an investment advisor for a reason. You have a staff that works with you for a reason. You run models. You do the work. You learn about companies. You learn about products and services. Stick with what you know. Trying to manage the unknown, which are these headlines, in the emotions and rhetoric in reactionary daily doses of news on COVID-19 is getting in the way of your process. For instance, one of our favorite charts and things to talk about in terms of data is everybody wants to see they can think they can time the market. If you go back since the beginning of the bull market, which just had its birthday this week of 11 years on March 9th, didn't seem like anybody was talking about that, by the way. If you miss the five best days and the five worst days of the market, meaning you were really smart and got out before the five worst days and you were really smart and got out to to enjoy the five best days, you only outperformed the market by 130 basis points. That's amazing to us. What does that tell you? Stick with your process. Stick with your discipline. Stick with how you look at things. Stay in your lane. Which brings us to the overall theme, which we're saying not only for Canada, but especially for the United States, our theme heading into 2020 was DDA, dollar-denominated assets. We simply believe that the instability around the world will ultimately cause investors to return to the United States. Yes, we had great years in 2019 following, which really spurred off of the terrible fourth quarter we had in 2018. There's no denying that in terms of U.S. stocks. But we also had a great year in Canada. And we do believe that the majority of global portfolio managers have missed the move in Canada and for their general dislike of what's happening in the United States in terms of politics or whatever, have missed the broader move in the United States. That's why we still think that the U.S. is a home for stability in terms of equities, in terms of the currency, and quite frankly, what's happened in the fixed income market, we believe that we've seen flows back into the United States principally because foreign investors are receiving some sort of income by just owning U.S. paper. From a sector perspective, we're sticking with our theme. So I would go through each sector in alphabetical order as we take a look at it in the 11 sectors of the S&P and the 11 sectors of the S&P TSX, the Canadian stock market. In terms of communication services, we are overweight in the United States. We believe the three C's of communication services in the United States is cannibalization, meaning they're just going to end up buying each other, cash, great cash managers, and content We also know that it's a great barbell sector. You have hardline companies and traditional wireless and uh, and telecom companies on one side of the barbell. On the the other side, you have content providers. You've got internet companies. 
And in the middle, you have some cable companies. We believe that this is one of the greatest sectors in the United States. We have been overweight this sector since it became a sector in September of 2018. And this fits our overall theme, which you'll hear us talk about a little bit more when we talk about the next two sectors, uh, the other two sectors that were overweight, consumer discretionary and technology. This is where, as a society, we are spending our money in content, like communication services, in consumer discretionary, stuff that you buy there, and in tech, in terms of the things that we have in our machines. And I'll get to that in a second. In terms of Canada, a little bit tighter in terms of how the sector is made up, but we continue to like those strong telecom providers, which, oh, by the way, are in the content game as well. In consumer discretionary in the States, clearly there's a strong online presence that we believe investors should have exposure to. Also, our overall theme for consumer discretionary in the United States is lifestyle. People are paying for things that they want to live through and live on and live with every day. Okay, In Canada, you have some great discount retailers, some great convenience store retailers that we think fit that bill, and some great coffee retailers as well. In terms of consumer staples, we're underweight in the United States, but overweight in Canada. We've seen this huge move into going to buy bleach and Listerine and toilet paper. We think this gouging is going to be way too overdone, and we think a lot of the valuations of these traditional household product and personal care product companies are way overblown. As such, in the United States, we love those consumer staples retailing names, uh, the big box retailers uh, that are the discount, large discount retailers in the consumer staple area. Uh, in Canada, we're more market weight because of what we're seeing in some dairy companies and some food companies relative to the United States, much better valuation. Energy's a tough one. Uh, We just recently published a piece in Canada talking about energy. Clearly, we have not taken out the lows that we saw a few years ago of $26 in terms of WTI. But energy, remember, as a commodity, has been underperforming major asset classes for four or five years. Energy in the United States is is hovering somewhere near 3%. We only like the integrateds in the United States. We do think Canada will continue to outperform U.S. energy given the price discipline, the cash flow discipline, and the much stronger dividend growth that we're seeing within the pipes in the traditional integrated in Canada. Financials, again, a very tough one. We like Canadian financials clearly for the big cash flow, for the big dividends. We believe the exposure to the energy patch in oil is way overblown in Canada. Where in the United States, we favor those financial companies that have multi-divisional assets, whether or not it's commercial banking, wealth management, capital markets, asset management. We like those banks and financial institutions relative to traditional regional banks that are more reliant on net interest margins, where clearly that net interest margin exposure has gotten a lot more riskier with the Fed cutting rates and with the bond market and 10-year treasuries hitting all-time lows. Healthcare, we are underweight in Canada, principally because of what we see in the cannabis space. But in the United States, we're market weight principally because we do see continued political rhetoric on both sides of the aisle in terms of the healthcare platform, in terms of healthcare for everyone uh, on the Democrat side in the United States, or drug pricing pressure from the Republicans. Clearly a lot of press in terms of biotechs lately, in terms of a potential cure or at least vaccine for COVID-19. Uh, please be aware that these companies that you want to focus on in biotech and or drugs, we favor those areas that have strong management teams, strong cash flow, strong R&D, and a strong pattern and period and the ability to push new products out.
they can look at those four things and continue to show those four things. Those are the types of biotechs and drugs that we like. Industrials, we're neutral in both countries. We love the waste management companies in both in both countries. We love the railroads in Canada. In the United States, we favor those companies and industrials that are more domestically focused. We still like aerospace defense. Uh, we think it might be a little bit too early to nibble on the airlines, but be careful to not catch that falling anvil. Let's let these companies bottom out and prove that uh, they can restore some of the demand destruction uh, that has clearly occurred in the airlines. Technology, we're neutral in Canada, but overweight in the United States. We love those product companies on where consumers are spending their money and certain technology companies that have no exposure to Canada, uh, to China, I'm sorry, software companies that have continued strong earnings and cash flow and pay a dividend. Materials, we're neutral in both countries. We like more of the paper companies in both countries, some select metals. We would stay away from gold at these levels, especially considering how much people have bid this area. In real estate, real estate is an, uh, an important sector, we think, from a protection standpoint and a yield standpoint. There's some great themes in both countries, United States and Canada, in terms of apartment REITs, industrial REITs, and tech REITs. And finally, utilities were underweight in both countries. This is a sector that has been bid up dramatically uh, in both countries. And utilities, according to our models, are at all time highs in terms of valuations, we would continue to be more selective there in terms of looking for those areas that are not all-time highs, continue to pay a strong dividend in general. In terms of overall themes, we think high quality and high quality growth and high quality dividends is a great way to diffuse and to dilute the type of of volatility that we're seeing those areas that have discernible stable growth remember dollar denominated assets the rest of the world when you come to the united states and canada to find those areas that are providing stable stable cash flow growth stable earnings growth and stable dividend growth remember markets are about perspective markets and investing are not about one or two week events Be poised. Stay in your lane. Stay in your sandbox. Control what you can control. And you can do that by relying on your process. Remain invested. The pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. You know who said that? Winston Churchill. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to see some of the reports that we've been writing in terms of what's been going on, we authored two reports in the United States on February 27th, one entitled Epidemic and Fear, the other report Panic is Not an Investment Strategy. In Canada, we authored a report on February 28th entitled Correction Fears Spread North into Canada and Oil Shock and Awe for the TSX on March 10th. Thanks again for listening. This is Brian Belsky, Chief Investment Strategist at BMO Capital Markets. Thanks for listening to Intune, presented by BMO Capital Markets Equity Research. You can subscribe to Intune on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other podcast providers. Or Visit our website at researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com to listen to more podcasts. Until next time, thank you for tuning in.
access our full disclosures, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure.